0: Welcome to Franchise Voice, the International Franchise Association podcast with your host Bill Meyerling and I'm Jack Munson. On today's podcast, we're sitting down with IFA's Jennifer Brandine and Sandy Curtis, followed by a conversation with Wanda Williams, head of global franchising at Yum! Brands. Here's Bill Meyerling.
1: Joining me today in studio is Chief Revenue Officer for the International Franchise Association, Jennifer Brandine, and Vice President of Education, Sandy Curtis. We're here today to discuss the future of learning at the International Franchise Association. Jen, how are you doing?
2: Doing great, Bill. How are you?
1: Well, thanks. Sandy, how are you?
2: I'm great, Bill. It's nice to be here. Thank you.
1: Thanks for joining the program. So There's been quite a bit of change at IFA in terms of the future of learning, and I'm hoping that you can tell our listeners a little bit about it.
3: Over the last couple of years, we uh, have really transitioned to make education the center of our member value proposition. We see here at the IFA that we have the opportunity to be the preeminent voice in franchising. And what that means is really for our members, franchisors, franchisees, and frankly, public stakeholders that we're the go-to resource for anyone to find out information and learn more um, whether that be formal or informal education, and so you know, today we deliver all kinds of education, whether it be a peer-to-peer learning, uh, benchmarking, best practice sharing. Uh, we deliver professional development and training. We have certification program with our CFE, um, and we deliver it, frankly, in all kinds of channels, uh, with the goal of meeting our members where they are uh, to provide best-in-class learning.
2: And I will add to that, Jen and Bill, that um, you know, for IFA, we are the epicenter of learning for the franchising community. So, as Jan mentioned, we do meet the, um, our members where they are in education. We're enhancing it to um, to help provide an avenue or a venue for forward thinking and inspire innovation, and and at the same time, providing a really strong core concept and the core learning model for franchising.
1: You know, I'm, I'm really excited to start my CFE program here in just a few weeks. I know uh, there are going to be many, many new CFE candidates beginning uh, their journeys at the IFA convention in San Diego next week. Um, what should they expect?
2: Yeah, in the CFE journey, they should expect an all-encompassing um opportunity really to learn more about, um, the model of franchising to, um, to become current, um, with the laws and regulations and more, more importantly than the knowledge that they're going to get, they will have the opportunity to bond with their peers, networking with people. Um, you know, we are filled in IFA with, we're unique because we have the, um, the subject matter experts from the world's largest and most successful franchises. So we have that wealth of knowledge to pull from when we develop courses and people that um, members go that, that go through the CFE training are able to join that group and that level of uh, franchise members to share best practices, learn stories of what's worked, what's not working. And um, just it's just an outstanding opportunity to be able to um, gain core knowledge while networking and um, sharing those stories. And I'll just add to that
3: Bill and Sandy just a little bit. So our CFE program, the way that it is today, is really the marquee certification program in franchising and really, uh, you know has some core programming. And then a wealth of resources from which to choose based on where you are in your career and your professional development priorities to uh, either attend our convention where we'll have five, five CFE special sessions this year. What that means is, you know, two days of full day learning around Um, Some of our core programs, one we call Franguard, which is really about compliance training. Um, And then we'll have uh, courses uh, around financial profitability and unit economics. We'll have focus around the franchise or franchisee relationship and how brands can grow together and resources that and learnings from, uh, frankly, subject matter experts and our members um, that start to begin the pathway for our CFEs to get those core courses and then gain Uh, the knowledge over the couple of years and then when they leave the convention they have you know online training resources online courses we have partnerships with uh, you know half dozen or more universities where uh, the CFE graduates can go and join other professionals in, you know boot camps and workshops and and online and in-person courses uh, on the path to get their CFE And then just to add to that, you know, I think uh, when I ask, you know, what is the most valuable, certainly the education uh, that the members receive from the CFE, but uh, a very close second is the relationships and the friendships they develop. And that professional networking, um, that continues long after uh, they've they've, uh, gained their CFE.
1: You know, of late, I've been speaking to quite a few certified franchise executives about their experiences and I hear from them that there's an equal balance it's it's the in class education, but even more so they leave with incredibly valuable relationships, having the opportunity to learn uh, standards and best practices from people who may have worked in a different format, but have to pursue the same level of excellence.
3: That's exactly right. And so, you know, many of the, uh, for many of our members, we also hear Bill, and I'm sure you'll hear this too, that the CFE is really a pathway, um, into their lifelong journey, but also into uh, the IFA membership where they grow friendships and connections and continue that learning. Um, there's a lot of what we hear around kind of small group learning because candidly I would call the informal education that, um, our members seek, uh, long after their CFE uh, is really about best practice sharing and exchanging knowledge and information wherever you are in your career. And so those kinds of ad hoc groups that form uh, from the CFE and from those relationships and friendships, uh, we hear continue to be some of those valuable kinds of education um, as they continue on their pathway.
1: And you know, it seems that we talk a lot about the pandemic, certainly everybody does, Um, But I think the pandemic really changed how the CFE is offered in terms of giving more digital opportunities and virtual opportunities. And to me, that seems like a great move toward adjusting trainings to individual people's learning styles. Some people prefer in person, some people prefer prefer online. And this is really now a, a choose your own adventure.
3: That's correct. And and I'm a big believer, uh, Bill, that, you know, it, as in any customer journey, uh, or, or where anyone is in their life, there's a meet them where they are. And so one of the, key, the core tenets of the value prop is we look at education, and you know, where we are today, and where Will continue to go is to create the infrastructure, the platforms, and the learning um, so we can meet our members where they are. And that means, you know, a a best in class learning experience uh, platform that we're uh, launching, you know, mid year this year, which will provide a wealth of online training uh, and resources for our CFEs to start and continue their journey, as well as, uh, you know, members just along the broader education um who aren't quite ready or or don't want to delve into CFE but have professional development uh learnings that they're looking for different pathways um, that they want to engage in and so that will be really at the heart of our education and member value and then you know we have our own ifa events um, as well as many partnerships that we're developing one you know most recently was around franchise update where uh, we'll launch our first ever fran cx or franchise customer experience event A leadership and development event Uh, and then we have a myriad of other partners within the university uh, and college world and all of those vehicles I call it an omnichannel strategy right so wherever you are in your journey wherever you are in your career you'll be able to either attend our in-person events log on to our learning experience platform go to the local university either in person or online and all of those will be pathways from which you can Um, either obtain your CFE uh, in that learning progression or candidly I feel um, you know there's many that come to us and want kind of that modular based learning they have a specific need um, and want a resource and so we will also create a learning experience where our members can join um, and take uh, courses that can build over time to their to their CFE.
1: That sounds great. It sounds to me like just as there are franchises in every community across the country and around the world, now and into the future, there will be CFE certification and credentialing opportunities in nearly every community around the world.
3: okay, that you I think you nailed it there because you know the next kind of phase of growth and development will be uh, continuing to work with international partners to expand the CFE internationally. So we have, you know, Canadian Franchise Association today, we have a partnership uh, agreement with them where they deliver the CFE to their members uh, in Canada. And so that model has become a best in class replicatable model where we can scale that to countries um, with other trade associations and other um, business partners who are looking to uh, learn um, in a formal way with our certification. And when we have this learning experience platform that will also be a vehicle for anyone anywhere to log in and get uh, have access to best-in-class education
2: I would just add on to that too as we as we've said in many ways in addition to our certification and our CFE we're going we are providing members with um, we are meeting them where they are to enhance their specialty um, in their career so we will have as Jen said lots of learning paths and opportunities, and the delivery will be in, in uh, multiple ways to um, enhance the adult learning experience.
1: I've even found out that certain franchisors require uh, the Certified Franchise Executive Program for either their master franchisees or for their own employees within the, within the corporate entity. Um, You know, that seems like a great model to follow. If this is the gold standard of training, it really levels people up and makes businesses better when they're full of certified franchise executives.
3: So we love that model. And I'm going to let Sandy, we love that model. And we have a a board member and a company who has that as a requirement. Uh, And we've seen, you know, others opt in to voluntarily follow suit. And so certainly the goal would be for uh, the CFE candidly to um, naturally evolve where it becomes that best in class and a required uh, certification um, for all franchisors and
2: franchisees. I believe that we will have more people to join because we have uh, new things to bring, new ways to deliver and uh, meeting people where they are and serving the diverse needs and the diversity within our membership. So really excited about where we are with the program and very um, honored to be able to have the only program of its kind within franchising with a certified franchise executive. So that and more as we build and uh, bring everybody into our continuous learning, Uh, model within IFA Um, so lots of great things coming with learning
1: that's exciting Uh, last word Jen
2: look
3: I would say the trajectory of where we started uh, candidly two years ago when we had um, the certification as kind of the marquee program at the IFA and where we've evolved with hundreds uh, and uh, 30 or 40,000 participants on our online webinars and our in person events, um, and to see our members latch on to that value and come to expect more from us, um, has really brought us to the place that we are today. And uh, the strategy that is going to catapult us to really be uh, what I would call, you know, the, the go to resource for anyone in franchising. I love to say the pre voice, but when I think of franchising. I want our members, I want the public, I want stakeholders to think about IFA as that go-to resource for both formal and informal education, for best practice sharing, for best-in-class learning, and we become that epicenter for all things education, both at the heart of the member value and uh, as really a public education vehicle as well. So we couldn't be more excited where, how far we've come, where we are today, and where we're going in the future. Bill, the other exciting piece of this is that uh, much of this growth will come from the IFA, but also working with other events, um, with other subject matter experts, uh, both in the U.S. and abroad internationally. So you'll see much more to come around our partnerships uh, as an accelerant within uh, the growth strategy.
0: My name is Damon Dunn and I own Dunkin Donut stores across five states and six major cities. I grew up really poor. The community in which I grew up in, no one owned businesses. There were no relationships and access to capital partners. I've always wanted to go back into lower income communities and say, you can own a business. I founded the Long Beach College Prep Academy that looks for students who are in low income communities that have high academic potential. There's an old saying that, People don't care what you know until they know that you care and that is so critical in being able to impact a life. My name is Damon Dunn. I'm a franchise owner and I'm open for opportunity.
1: Earlier this month Yum! Brands announced a landmark franchise accelerator partnership with the University of Louisville and Howard University a leading National Historically Black College and University, or HBCU for short.
0: Ten second-year MBA students from the two universities have been selected to participate in the intensive five-month fellowship where two participants will have the opportunity to become future franchisees of Yum! Brands, the owner of KFC, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, and the Habit Burger Grill. The debut of the Yum Franchise Accelerator Fellowship unites the University of Louisville and Howard University and follows last year's launch of the Yum Center for Global Franchise Excellence at the University of Louisville College of Business.
1: Partnerships and investments like these made by Yum Brands are needed in worthwhile investments that amplify the world-class franchising model and give more underrepresented people of color and women access to franchise ownership. Joining us today is Wanda Williams, head of Yum Global Franchising, to discuss this partnership, what it means for Yum, and the people and communities they serve. Thank you for joining Franchise Voice.
4: Yes, thank you, Bill. Thank you, Jack. Very happy to be here.
1: So first things first, Wanda, can you tell us a little bit more about the Howard University Partnership?
4: So I'd love to talk to you a little bit about our journey as Yum in this space. You know, in the summer of 2020, we announced our Unlocking Opportunity Initiative. And it was really important because we decided to invest $100 million and to spend that over five years in three key areas, franchising education, entrepreneurship, and d initiatives. So we are basically working with all of our brands and all of our markets across the world to find programs we can support in these three key areas. And so we were happy to announce in May of 2021 one of our first partnerships and programs under this initiative, which was the Yum Center for Global Franchise Excellence with the University of Louisville. And I think what that did was key. It was the first center anywhere in the globe that created and made available three different franchising education tracks. One was a six week boot camp, an undergraduate program and a graduate program. So if you think back to those three key areas, we said we wanted to invest the $100 million in, one was franchising education. So we really made a great start as to building a powerhouse program with UofL to do that. But when we started digging deeper into what are some of the key barriers for underrepresented people of color, specifically African-American, Hispanic, Latino, and females to enter the franchising industry, we recognized there were a few barriers that we had to continue to knock down. One was obviously franchise education. The other was the lack of access to capital. And the third was the inability to understand or know the key contacts at franchise brands to even know how to get in the game, to even buy a franchise or become a franchise owner. So what we decided to do late last year was form this really strong partnership with the University of Louisville and Howard University and YUM to build the YUM Franchise Accelerator Fellowship. And to your point, what we made sure it included were three key elements, an educational component, a mentorship component, and an entrepreneurship component. Because again, we wanted to make sure we knocked down every barrier we could to bring more people into our industry, to attract more people into our industry, Cause this is not about subtracting people from the conversation it's about adding people to the conversation so bill or jack i don't know if you want me to go deeper but that's kind of a general overview of the why and where we are today
0: yeah i'd like to know a little bit more about why you chose these higher education programs first at the university of louisville and now with howard university and and why did yum Young- brands look to an HBCU like Howard for this investment?
4: So yeah, that's a great question. So obviously, we have close ties with the University of Louisville, we have headquarters in the same city, there is a wonderful woman by the name of Dr. Kathy Gosser, who runs our Yum Center for Global Franchise Excellence. Well, she happened to work at Yum for 20 plus years. So she has an extreme understanding and expertise in the franchising space. So we knew we could come alongside her and help her grow this vision and bring the power of YUM to support it. So that was why we chose L. With respect to Howard, it is the premier HBCU, especially when you look at privately held HBCUs. And so we thought we'd shoot for the moon and we'd reach out to Howard and see if they were open to partnering with UofL and Yum, and Howard at that time also wanted to build out their kind of entrepreneurship program and jump into the franchising industry, and who better to do it with than Yum Brands?
1: I've seen various brands across the business landscape develop partnerships through foundation giving, but this Yum partnership with University of Louisville and Howard University is next level. It's a real tangible investment in people and in diversity. You know, as you just said, it's about education, mentorship, and entrepreneurship, consistent with everything that you do every day. So why now?
4: I think because this was the time after we formed the initial partnership with UofL. We were gaining some momentum. We reached out to Howard. They were very open to becoming a part of our first pilot Um, We rallied our franchisees across our four US brands, which as you mentioned, are Taco Bell, KFC, Pizza Hut, and Habit Burger. There was a lot of passion in our franchisee base, and this couldn't work without our franchisees. Because as I mentioned before, not only are they getting the educational component through our Yum! Center of Global Franchise Excellence, but that key mentorship component is in partnership with our franchisees. They're not only being able to meet some of our largest franchisees and shadow them, but they're also able to learn from them. And those relationships are invaluable.
1: Now, this partnership is a, a model for intentional diversity. I've heard some say that in order to do DEI well, you need someone with an eye for DEI. Um, can you talk to me about what you think the business community writ large can do following the YUM model?
4: Look, I think it takes a village for us to really open up the space and attract more people to franchising, attract younger people to franchising. So you know, our hope has always been that other companies will stand beside us, form partnerships with other universities. There are thousands of universities in the US. There are thousands of students who would love access to our industry. So we shouldn't be the only ones out there. And so we hope that everybody will lock arms, form similar programs. And let's just really get a groundswell within people who are super interested in becoming a franchisee, becoming a key operator, or learning more about the business.
0: Wanda, thanks so much for being here today and sharing all of this great news. If any of our listeners would like to learn a little bit more, where can we send them?
4: Thank you, Jack and Bill. I really appreciate the time today. If anybody's interested in learning more, they can go to the University of Louisville College of Business page and search for the YUM Center for Global Franchise Excellence section, and you'll find all the information that um, you'd love to learn more about, not only the center, but this fantastic fellowship.
0: Thank you so much for that. And we'll have a link to that in today's show notes. Thank you both. And thanks to you for listening to Franchise Voice. For Bill Meyerling, this is Jack Munson, asking you to join us again for more news and information from the International Franchise Association.